Our program, Help Me Rhonda Now, is dedicated to awakening hearts, minds, and most especially spirit to the unique power that resides within each one of us. So how do we live an empowered life in these unprecedented times? With fear, uncertainty, anxiety, and perhaps anger surrounding us. The truth is we have an opportunity during these chaotic times to come together and share what's on our minds and in our hearts in new and powerful ways. The good news is that this time is a gift, a chance to pause and hit the reset button. The time is now to thrive and not merely survive. The time is now to live the life we desire, to stop settling for less and living life in default mode. If you're ready to celebrate life, let's talk. Contact me, Rhonda Farah, at Help Me Rhonda Now, 949-527-1574. That's 949-527-1574. Or email me at Rhonda at HelpMeRondaNow.com. Rhonda at HelpMeRondaNow.com. And in the meantime, have a magnificent and a healthy day every day. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm really fine. And I know that you're fine, too. We spoke before and we talked a little bit about the issue of happiness. You know, we live in a time and I'll admit it. I mean, it's chaotic and it's really difficult for people today, um, but it's changing and it's changing for the good. And it's going to happen in a very short time. So I want to welcome Rhonda Vara. And Rhonda, that leads me to asking you, how do we live an empowered life during these unprecedented and uncertain times? What a great question. And you know, I'm asked that question quite a bit in these chaotic and uncertain times, in these, these times of, um, of struggle, of adversity. And to live an empowered life means to go within, especially in this time. We're, we're all struggling right now with the chaos in the world. We got the virus, we got the economy, we got the uncertainty, the changes that are happening. So with all this fear, with this uncertainty, with this anxiety, this confusion, anger in many cases surrounding us, um, as well as our loved ones, how do in fact we live this time and actually consider this time a blessing and a gift? And we can do that. Um, if we get out of this survival mode, um, with, with so much uncertainty in the world right now, Susan, we have a huge opportunity to come together and share what's on our minds and in our hearts in new and powerful ways. So my, my prescription is to move towards certainty together, to pause, to hit the reset button and understand this is not just a means of survival. This is a time when we can thrive regarding regardless of these uncertain times you know people are going to ask you um because i know that you have different seminars and you do different things with people they're going to ask you you know you're saying that we live in uncertain times and yes we are facing a lot of obstacles and there's tremendous amounts of anger going on in this world they said that this world is a divide now would you say that it mm. is a divide and if so why why i think that we're choosing to be divided at a time when we must come together 
in order not only to weather these times, but to come out in a thriving way rather than a merely surviving way. And, and again, if we be, remain unified rather than divided, that we've got enough going on within the globally that is dividing us. The time now is to go within, to search one's soul and say, okay, what, what page am I on? And, you know, with families coming to even in more proximity than ever, that's a make it or break it. That's a survival or a thriving situation because everybody's in so, such close proximity, isolating within their own home, within their own space. So when you ask, how, how do we do this? Well, we do it very carefully, number one, and we understand what is it that is within us. My, you know, I'm most passionate about, and we've talked about this before, I am most passionate about awakening hearts, minds, and most especially spirit to that innate power, that authentic power from within that truly resides within each one of us. And when you're asking me, how do we do this? How do we live an empowered life during these unprecedented, chaotic, these scary, these fearful times? It is that authentic power within each one of us. It's the way to a better and a meaningful life. It is truly at our core, at our center, to live the life that we desire, Susan, rather than simply settling for less, even in these times, mm. and living life in default mode. That's, that's over. It's time for us to awaken and realize that we do not need to merely survive. Yeah. We need to thrive. Now, is there a common thread throughout the stage of knowing and the stage of doing? The being. That's, that's my common thread. Okay. That's the message I bring. That even in the unprecedented chaotic times, these pandemic times, not only can you live an empowered life, but you can do that by taking through those three steps back, by pausing. And understanding that it's time to be, it's time to maybe not do so much. We're in a doing society. We're in a multitasking society. My prescription, whether it's pandemic and uncertain times, less empowering times than usual, is to be, to take those steps back to be, to be within, to be with oneself with a capital S to be and then understand from being that is what we, how we will know what it is that we are supposed to be doing to not only live an empowered life, but to live the best life that we can, even in these challenging times. Yeah. You know, all of us need day-to-day -day meaningfulness to replenish and to sustain our souls. And, you know, I, for one, feel that that's very important that we need yes. to go like deeper. So, you know, what do you think about the notion that there is a need, and I'm going to repeat what I said, for meaningfulness to replenish and sustain our souls? There definitely is a need. It's a must. Okay. And there are ways of doing that. But I want to also interject at this time um, that even in these tough times, we get to decide how to respond to our conditions how to respond to opportunities. We still have opportunities coming at us. We still have th those proverbial good situations as well as the not so good ones that we're faced with. And understand that life will always be 
this series of choices and we get to decide on what we will move on to get closer to living the life that we want to live. Again, even in these challenging times, we also get to decide what it is that we're doing that perhaps will move us farther away from living the life that we desire, from living a life that we want. So all of these external forces that are functioning right now will be, are, are those are choices. Are we using them to serve us or are we using them to disempower us, yeah. right? You know, I want to kind of mention, and this is very important, that today's show is going to talk a little bit about happiness, not only about the anxiety and the problems mm-hmm. that we're in these chaotic times, but but I do have to say that our pandemic world has led us to anxiety. It's overreaching. It's, it, it's the sense of helplessness and problematic hypervigilance as we worry about getting infected. This is the problem. Mm-hmm we worry so much. And, you know, there was a time where that wasn't the case. And now it is. So for for the sake of our audience, let's talk a little bit about how you would teach them, or how you would show them that there is a place for happiness in their lives now. Absolutely. And that that place is because we have a choice. We do have a choice, regardless of what's happening globally. We have the choice to step into our power. Yes, we do have the power to live an empowered life, to live the life that that we want, even in this chaos. And that power means that we need to step up, become awakened to our higher self, not just our earthling self. I call it my godling self and take inspired action. Take inspired action on what is our higher purpose? Why are we here? What, what are we being? It's not just about stuff and what's happening in the world. It's about what's happening within ourself with that capital S. Um, you know, we, we are a virus to ourselves or we are the best thing since sliced bread to ourselves. Again, we have a choice. We have the energy to have a successful life or a life that's challenging. Right now in this world, this is a tremendous opportunity and people are not realizing that. It's a tremendous opportunity to live a happy life, to look, this is an opportunity to understand what our priorities are and what what is making our tail wag, so to speak. We, the blessings that we can accumulate here by just sitting back, going within and saying, you know, what really is important to me? Ask yourself that question. What really is important to me? And it takes these types of of times, these challenging, these sorrowful times to help us realize what is important. It's not just the stuff. It's And to start counting the blessings, what can we do? There's so much we can't do. Um, we're no longer distracted by whatever these things that were happening outside of us are, these things that we could do to go here, to go there, to just not be isolated. However, this is a blessing of a time because it it forces us, Susan, to go within. It forces us to realize what's really important to us. Yeah. Is our health? Yeah, of course, our health is important to us. We've been proving that time and time again. Most certainly. So 
that's where I would begin with that. The, um, and since this pandemic time, actually since we've spoken last, my practice has taken a turn in, for the better with respect to helping others assimilate and integrate what is important in their life. The Lifestyle Empowerment Club was yeah. birthed out of this time, you know, with respect to having people come together, remain unified, and understand where their power is. And, and you know, I can offer our listeners um, a couple of things with respect to that, but, but we'll take that in when you ask me those questions, if yeah, you'd like to. I will. Now, for oh, you've been doing this for over 25 years, Rhonda, and you've applied your experience and your education as a lifestyle empowerment coach and alchemist. Um, you're an author, you're a spiritual practitioner, you're a teacher, you know, you specialize in wellness and the body, the mind, the spirit, all these different things. You know, when people people come into your office, I would like the audience to know how you handle them in this time. And not only that, I would like you to know, I'd like you to tell us a story of something okay. that happened to you as, as you practice what you preach. Okay. Um, I, I want to go in two directions there. First of all, people are coming into my Zoom office these days, individual clients, groups that I lead, uh, as well as audiences. So the office is now a virtual office. And uh, the people that are coming to me truly want to live an empowered life. That I call them my divine right clients and audiences. They wanna be passionate about awakening to what their heart and their mind, what spirit is asking of them in these times. So. With respect to, you know, you, you've read that was that was a great my bio. Um, but with respect to our listeners, I want to go a little personally with that. With respect to yeah. how I came to do what I'm doing, not just my educational background. The I came to become a lifestyle empowerment alchemist. An alchemist is a someone who it's a, it's a scientific term. So I combine the joys as well as the sorrows to help them serve us. You know, there's, there's good stuff that happens in life and there's not so good stuff. And it's, but it's the both, it's the successes and all the adversity, which we call forward consciously or subconsciously, we call it all forward. And the reason we call all this forward is so that we can in fact have it serve us, whether we intentionally know that or not, to learn our lessons and then to make the choices to decide what we want to do in certain situations. So that's the alchemist. Yes, I'm a coach. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. Mm -hmm. Personally, I came to do what I'm doing. I grew up on the East Coast in Connecticut in largely a traditional family, a traditional home. I had a stay-at-home mom and a dad who actually preferred that mom stay at home. And mom liked to stay at home. She was a great mom. God rest her soul. And I'm the oldest of three brothers and one sister. And that, as well as primarily until the age of about eight years old, I was living in an extended family. Some people are familiar with those terms. Us baby boomers are familiar with that. Extended family. Not only my parents and my brothers and sister, but a household of grandparents, aunts, great aunts, all in one household, all together. 
And I really believe that it was there that I formed my sense of wanting to be a nurturer, of wanting to help others help themselves, to nurture and nourish and serve others is where I was coming from. Uh, being the oldest of three brothers and a sister and having a very nurturing mother, as well as really all the female influences that surrounded me at a very early age, totally contributed to me wanting to help and be in service to others. So it's, it's not just I, my education and my experiences uh, academically, professionally, and otherwise. Mm -hmm. It is in fact, that core, my core values with respect to how I grew up and the household that I grew up in led me to become this lifestyle empowerment alchemist and coach. Let me interrupt you for a second. Um, I understand what you're saying, because when you have family around and mm -hmm. friends that you could count on, you know, wonderful things happen. It's a, just a great way to live. But we're not living that way anymore. You know, people are separated. The families are all over the place. And you just don't have that community feeling or that sense of love that you used to have when, you know, we were young. So it's very interesting to hear that, you know, that's how you were kind of formed, if you will. Mm -hmm. But but I'm interested in understanding that today, while we mm -hmm. would love to have a sense of community and a sense of family loving us, we don't have that anymore. So what would you say to the audience about that? Because, you know, it's great, but it doesn't exist anymore. What a great point. Okay. And it's, a, you know, Susan, the, these times that we're going through, these chaotic, these scary, these fearful times uh, have forced us to understand how important family is, have forced us, I hate to put it in that, those terms, but in fact, these times have forced us to understand how important our family is, how children are. We are in such close proximity with, my, my daughter is grown. However, I have two grandchildren, they're across the country. Yeah. Okay. It's very important for me to see them and I cannot even go and see them just yet. In the meantime, my daughter has <laughs> developed a new sense of motherhood, running a business, running a household, and now doing, uh, she's a, a teacher at home for the two grandchildren. Right. So she is directing their education as well. We have been forced to understand that Way back when, as I said, the family that I grew up in, right now in households, people are growing up that way. They're, they're being formed for how long, I don't know, as long as right. this new normal is forming. But being forced, but given the opportunity to be in the same space, to understand each other a, a little bit better, uh, and to understand that you can be joyful, with each other, but there's also a time where these, in such close proximity, there's been struggle and there's been challenge, there's been adversity, but to weather those bumps in the road and understand that at the basis of all of that is love, love for one another, especially within the family. The family is the, the major, major, major nucleus to living an empowered life. We've been brought right back to where I was as a child. 
in, in a family situation where we can take the good from it if we choose to, just like everything else in life, to count the gifts and to count the blessings versus when we're all getting on each other's nerves. Yeah. You know, let's um, go in a different direction for a second. You know, today there's a political outrage machine that runs at full tilt. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable what's going on. And it leads me to talk a little bit about the media and how the media is controlling what we think. And, you know, it's sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. So, you know, we're in that digital age now where you can also reach out to anybody you want to reach out to. But, you know, we don't want to know about what you ate for breakfast or what you, you know, what you do on a regular day. We want people Mm -hmm. to understand that to be happy doesn't mean that you, um, you are politically outraged. I mean, today, what is happening? Just think about it for a second, uh, Rhonda. Mm -hmm. You know, so much is running at full tilt. And I think that you understand what I'm saying. And my audience, I think would like to understand, you know, if they're listening to radio or if they're listening to TV, that there is hope, okay? The, the TV doesn't want to tell you that. They don't no. want you to think there's hope because that doesn't bring in ratings. So what would you tell the audience if you were, or not the audience actually, what would you tell your clients? You know, would you tell them not to watch or would you tell them to, to just stay tuned and just think for themselves? What would you do? Well, you know, watching the news is a personal choice. I personally don't watch the news. I don't read the newspaper. I stay informed. However, I don't get into the muck of it because you're absolutely right. The media is sensationalizing, sensationalizing it all. They're they're throwing the not so good stuff at us. However, there is, we've talked about gifts, blessings and all that. So if you're going to watch the news, if you're going to read the newspaper, if you're going to get, go online and Google this and Google that, use the element of discernment. And what this means with respect to being discerning is that we have the power within us to make the choices that we would like to make. For, to live a happy life, to live an empowered life. We're talking about happiness, dear. We're talking about peace of mind. There is no way in the world with respect to watching the news and watching the media that if you take that viewpoint, if you do not make the choice for yourself and use discernment and understand that hope is there in many, many ways, if you do not do that for yourself, you are not going to live a happy life. You will live in fear. You will live in doubt. You will live, you will live with limiting beliefs and insecurity and uncertainty. There is no question about it. No question about it. So I can't tell people, well, I can, but I don't choose to tell people or clients or audiences not to watch the news. Yeah. That's a personal choice. And again, that's, you, that's taking that not so good stuff in, but you can still have it empower you. You can say, well, wait a minute, all this bad stuff is happening, but well, some good stuff is happening too. Mm-hmm. Families are closer together. We don't have the distractions. So we get, we get to go within, which is a hard thing. I understand for some people to go within and really be with yourself because we know Susan, that wherever we go, 
we take ourselves with us, that higher self. So I, I think that's what you're getting at with respect to the sensationalism and the lack of hope and the lack of understanding a blessing, even in chaotic and fearful times where that's what we're being fed. Continue to be fed that, and I guarantee you, you will continue to be more fearful and living in chaos um, rather than order. What would you like our audience or our listeners to um, uh, leave you or leave us with? I mean, there's, I'm sure there's something that you want to tell them that we haven't mentioned in the show as, as yet, but um, let, let our audience know um, what our listeners today should be, you know, told. Okay. Well, even in these crazy, crazy times, these fearful times, life is a series of choices and we have control over that. Whether you realize it or not, or you want to accept that responsibility, you have a choice in determining the life that you want to live. We all do. I'm not immune to any of what's going on here, but I have a choice to live the life that I wish to live. And it's very important to understand if you want to live the life that you want to live. I, I, I'm going to narrow it down to three essentials. Get clear, get perspective, and get support. So get clear, get as specific as you want, as you can, with respect to what your possibilities are. Decide what you want. And I always leave it open-ended. This is what I want. I want this for my highest and best good or something better. So get clear. If you're running around and not understanding what it is that you want, then I guarantee you will never get it. Number two, get perspective, okay? Most people don't tell anyone what they want. They're afraid, or they're afraid to expect because it won't happen. I don't agree with that. I do agree that it's who we let into our life, who we tell, what it is we want, our goals, our hopes, our aspirations, you know, what makes our tail wag. Because some people will rain on our parade, Okay, oh, yeah. so we rain on our parade and, oh, that'll never happen. Uh, you'll never get that. How could you, we're in a pandemic. This is happening, that's happening. The economy, the this, the that. I got to get that. But to get perspective and align yourself with the like-minded, like-hearted people and share what you are getting clear about, what you specifically want. Get clear, get perspective, and finally, get support. Okay. Very few people achieve anything great alone. Absolutely. They, they very few people achieve anything great alone. So understand, be willing to ask people in your life to support you, whomever they are, ask them to support you in one way, shape, or form and get out of your fear, get out of your doubt, get clear, get perspective and get support. Well, Rhonda, um, you assist individuals in utilizing their authentic power from within, actualizing their essence, their desires. You know, um, you've demonstrated unquestionably a talent for inspiring and guiding individuals in a positive direction for betterment. If people want to really learn a little bit more about you and use your services and touch with you, how do they do that? Well, they can get in touch with me. Uh, I welcome people to write to me to contact Comments if you have questions, Rhonda at helpmerondanow.com. Additionally, my website is helpmerondanow.com. 
Com. I invite you to peruse it. And most certainly, I invite you as well to take me up on my free gift. I want to tell you about a free gift I'm offering to Susan. And that free gift is 30 minutes complimentary session with me to discover what you want to get specific about, what you want to get perspective on, and what you want to be supported with and for. So take me up on my free gift. Uh, I offer that to listeners. Uh, your audience is, Susan, we've worked together in the past, and I'm happy to offer that to your listeners. Let's sit together for 30 minutes and sit together virtually for 30 minutes and help, let me help you help yourself with getting clear, getting perspective, and getting support. And you can do that by calling me, 949-527-1574. Now, what could be better than that? Uh, Rhonda Farah, who has really is a visionary and in, inspirational leader. And I thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure, Susan. Be well. And everyone I leave you with, have a magnificent and a healthy day every day.